Hello everyone, welcome back to Preacher's Corner with Naledi. I am super duper excited to be back again after one long year. Actually, it's 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 over a year because I remember the last time I put out an episode was June 4th, 2021. And now it is October 7th, 2022. It has been a very long year and what, three, four months. And man, I can't tell you how excited I am to be back doing the thing that I love to do, the thing that keeps me alive and the thing that God uses to change the hearts of people. I, um, I keep, over the past year, I kept looking back at the episodes that I did and I kept seeing how everyone just kept listening even though I wasn't recording and putting out any episodes and I'd like to thank each and every person who was listening during those times and I hope that the messages were edifying and they were transformative and yes all of those things (laughs) but More than anything, guys, don't get me wrong. It's more than just about the numbers, really. It's about reaching and impacting each and every person that God wants to reach and wants to call back home. But I am super grateful. And I hope that in this year and couple of months that you have been well, that you've been going strong, that you've been changing lives, that your own life has been changed and that you've seen tremendous growth. Um, One of these days, I have no idea when, I will do a life catch-up episode um, with you guys. But today, this one is not it. It was just me saying, hi, I'm still alive and I'm back even stronger than I was when I started recording these episodes. So much so, so much so that I have a message for you guys right now and i hope that this message really reaches the person that it's supposed to reach and it does the things that it needs to do um before but before we get into that i might sound a little different right now because i recently um i think it's been three months now i have braces on so i sound a bit different than what i did in the previous episodes but please bear with me um and yes thank you very much for the support that you guys keep giving this podcast and i hope that from now onwards i don't take such a long break firstly and secondly that we go onwards and upwards or is it upwards and onwards who knows (laughs) but anyway let us get into the message and the word for today, I have a couple of scriptures for you guys that I'm going to read as I go on. And the title of today's message is, Who Told You That? And yes, let's let's read the word. My, my, my base scripture is from um, Genesis 26 to 28. And it says, Then God said, And now we will make human beings. They will be like us and resemble us. They will have power over the fish, the birds, and all the animals, domestic and wild, large and small. So God created human beings, making them to be like himself. He created them male and female. Yes, I think I'm going to read until um, 
verse 27 not 28 actually let's read 28 28 says he blessed them and he said have many children so that your descendants will live all over the earth and bring it under their control and i'm putting you in charge of the fish the birds and all the wild animals amen anyway my my title is who told you that this title is very specific and very close to home when it comes to me because for the longest of time guys i'd like for a very very long time and i think i've mentioned this in my previous episodes is that i struggled so much with a low self-esteem and with a lack of confidence in myself and my abilities and so i started thinking i think it's a thought that that has been lingering right um but it's only now that i get to talk about it that we the environments we grow up in the 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 places that we get to live in that we get to go to school in the places that we get to 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 travel to our friends our families and all of these people especially the devil will always try to put labels on us um whenever you want to start um a new thing you will always have that little voice at the back of your mind disqualifying you and telling you that you can't do it or you're not qualified enough or you're not capable, you're not smart enough, you're insecure, you're this and this. And so many times it has the, the, it so many times that voice has always stopped me and discouraged me from doing the things that I've always wanted to do. Like I couldn't even do a simple thing. It was so bad with me that I couldn't even do a simple thing such as even dance in front of people when people are having fun, you know, or sing in front of people. Not that I have a singing voice, but you know, (laughs) and all of those things, because there was always a voice that would tell me, you look like a fool. You can't do that. Who are you to do all of those things? And then I think it was a, a, a year or so I watched this other um, sermon by Stephen, by Pastor Stephen Furtick, and he had the same title, I think. Um, and he he was he was talking about how who told you that you can't do certain things, and so I thought that I should extend that and to to be a living testimony or living proof that we that that I also suffered from that, but. There's always, always a way out, and there's always, always a um, a change of of a, a transformation that can take place that allows for you to believe that you are qualified to do certain things, and you are, you know, you are you are able and you are capable of doing certain things. But as I was saying, that a lot of 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 my my past years i'm i'm only 24 years old i i i don't know why i speak like i'm 80 but you know a lot of my past years especially in my teenage years i could never live in the freedom that god has given to me because of that specific voice for me it was always um because i had i had such bad teeth that it's only now that i was able to god willingly afford to find the solution for my teeth but those were 
that the, my, the, the, the state of my teeth was actually what the devil always used to put me down, you know? And also I would, I would slightly, whenever I would try to speak, I would, I would notice how people look at my teeth and when I'm speaking and that would also kick me down. And those are the things that, that, that would make me feel like I'm inadequate that because I don't look a certain way, I'm not going to be accepted. I'm not going to be able to do certain things that because I don't, you know, have a certain, not, not a skin color. I've never really been, um, insecure about my skin color, but I've always been insecure about the shape of my body. It's only now, only now that I get to, you know, love my body. And it, it always showed in, in, in how I slouched my, my, my shoulders when I walked, my posture was terrible. And also I always wore baggy clothes to hide my body because my stomach wasn't flat enough, or I wasn't tall enough, or my hourglass wasn't showing enough or all of these things you know and so i realized that it is a mind game that the enemy always uses to bring his people down because once you stop believing in that which god has told you then it's very easy for you to get discouraged or kicked over and not carry out the things that god has um set out for you and as much as people and preachers and and all and pastors and everybody could tell you you are beautiful you are fearfully and wonderfully made and all of these things but if you do not believe it and if you don't change your way of thinking then it is useless um i've been in a relationship with my boyfriend that i podcast my very first podcast episode was about how sex ruined my relationship with my boyfriend and it was simply because I've always known that he was always meant for me like God confirmed it and meant for me in the sense that he was going to be my partner in the kingdom of God so obviously um there were factors that kind of ruined everything in the relationship in terms of being sexually immoral and that always kept us from having to live the best life that God has for us and going after the exploits and things that God has placed in our lives as men and women you know but anyway that's a story for another day go listen to the very first episode podcast anyway what I was trying to say is that He's always affirmed me. He's always told me that, you know what? You're smart. You can do whatever you put your mind to. You are capable. You are beautiful. I love the way your body looks. I love how you carry yourself. You know, so he's always tried to affirm me. But to be quite honest, I've never really believed any of the things that he would tell me. And I always told him that, you know what? I wish I could see myself the way that you see me. And he always said to me, but you need to change the way that you think about yourself. And that's how you will be able to believe any of the things that I tell you. Because really, if you don't change your way of thinking, then there's really no way of you to be able to, uh, to, to be able to do the things that God has told you to do. But anyway, to get back to the subject matter, the reason for my title is that we need to understand um, 
Anyway, before I go there, let me read the scripture from Proverbs 4.23. It says, be careful how you think. Your life is shaped by your thoughts. And so it's very important for us to be able to think good thoughts and remove ourselves and get rid of the things that fuel your negative thoughts towards yourself, towards other people. Because if you don't believe in yourself, it's very difficult to believe and encourage other people to step into the thing that God has allowed, has has, has ordained and anointed them for. Like with me, I knew when I was 16 years old, 15 or 16, that I was meant to be a preacher. God told me and confirmed this through someone else. But I've never been able to muster up enough courage and enough confidence to go after that thing. Guys, I would sit and I would hear the Holy Spirit speak to me about it and and give me a message to preach, you know, and even tell me to stand in front of the local church that I went to during that time and to preach. And every time I would deny it because the voice would always be like, but you're not qualified for that, but you never went to seminary, but you never, um, um, you've never preached. Don't fall for that trap. What if you fall or you slip and your words mixed together or you slip or this, you know, and it's only now at 24 that I'm able, that, that I've taken the first step into going into my calling. Anyway, to move on, God says in Genesis that he will make human beings and they will be like us and resemble us and they will have power. And in verse 27, he says that God created human beings, making them to be like himself. And I read the scripture because I hear the Holy Spirit saying that before this world put labels on you, before you called yourself insecure, before you called yourself a person with low self-esteem, before you called yourself um, a liar or all of these negative connotations that you have attached to yourself, God created you to be like himself. And before there, before we existed, before the world existed, there was God. And God made us and created us. That scripture that says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, it shows us that God took time to create each and every one of us in a specific way. So that means that before you were insecure about your body, about about your teeth or about your hair or about your head or about your feet or whatever it is that you're insecure about, God called you secure. God called you confident. God called you fearfully and wonderfully made. God called you a powerhouse. God called you anointed. God called you his very own. God called you fearless. God called you courageous. God always, always, always. And, and I feel like it's, it, which is why 
because we've given into the thoughts and the things that the enemy has tried to call us and the things that this world has tried to call us that it is it becomes very difficult to believe in what god calls us because i've always wondered myself i'm like god i'm just an ordinary girl who really would have wanted to live an ordinary life why would you pick me to stand in front of people and to preach your word and I need to, and, and, and very quickly, I needed to understand that it's actually the other way around. God, God called me to stand in front of his people and to preach his word before I decided that I wanted to be a normal and ordinary person. And so whenever you question God about why he made you the way that he made you and why are you so insecure and why do you struggle with your self-esteem and your confidence why do you struggle with with calling yourself beautiful why do you struggle with seeing the beauty you need to understand that god called you beautiful and he called you all these good things before you were born and before you went into the world and you and somebody's child or somebody called you whatever it is that they called you which is why it's always so easy in the Bible for people to even to, 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 to go beyond what they feel about themselves and to do the thing that God has called them to do. Because they've always understood that before I thought of myself negatively, God thought of myself positively. And so when you align yourself with God and you read the word of God and you be in the presence of God, you also get to be reminded and return to your original state. And God gives you the, the God, God reminds you that, remember, when I created you, I called you blessed. I called you beautiful. I called you confident. I called you powerful. I called you all these good things. And so when we spend time with God and be in the presence of God, God reminds us and we get to return to our natural state. And our natural state, it doesn't mean that we do not have flaws because we live in a, a human body that does not allow us to be a hundred percent blameless, you know, but Christ took care of that. Christ died for our sins. And so we get to live in grace, but because we live in such a body, a uh, it, it, we, we, we need to consistently seek God so that we, we are consistently reminded of our original selves and our original state. And so I also want to read from the book of John. Um, it is John 8 verse 44, where um, Jesus is talking to his disciples and those who believed in him and he was talking about how the truth sets you free and he wanted to distinguish and 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 make people aware of the fact that there's an enemy that goes around lying to people but he came to bring us the truth and he came to set us free through being the truth and bringing the truth that will allow us to live in the freedom that we have we 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 he was saying that basically that we no longer ask for freedom because we have it and he brought it. And so um, John, uh, John chapter 8 verse 44 says, 
He was talking to the Pharisees when he said this because they were refusing the truth. But he was saying that you are the children of your father, the devil, and you want to follow your father's desires. From the very beginning, he was a murderer and has never been on the side of truth because there is no truth in him. When he tells a lie, he is only doing what is natural to him because he's a liar and he's the father of all lies. And so when the enemy, the enemy is very convincing and he's very convincing because he is a liar and because he is doing that which is natural to him. And so when we also come and do that which is natural to us, taking on the full armor of God, um, um, the full nature of God, and do what is natural with us, we become to us, we become unstoppable and we become such a headache to the enemy. And so when the enemy comes and he tells you that you're not good enough, you're not enough, you're not secure enough, you're not confident enough, those people they'll never love you. You will never succeed, you will never to him. In his distorted mind, that is truth to him because he's a liar. He's a liar. And so once he gets you hooked on one lie, it's very easy for him to get you hooked on another lie, which is why we need to be able to continuously read the word of God because the word of God affirms us and it tells us the truth. There has never been a time in the Bible where a scripture says, and God said, and God lied and God was not truthful. God has always been truthful and he's been so truthful so much so that he puts his very own word above himself. And so it's very, 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 very important to indulge in the presence of God and to indulge in the word of God because when we do that, there will not be any space or any room for the lies of the enemy in our lives. And so you need to ask yourself, who told you that I'm not be- that you're not beautiful? Who told you that you cannot be successful? Who told you that your circumstances uh, your current circumstances are God is are what is God's best for you. Who told you that you will not be able to sing? Who told you that you will not be able to go out and pass whatever test there is? Who told you that you are not good enough? Who told you that you are not worthy and you are worthless? Who told you all of these things? You know who told you all of these things? And so God has. God has created us in his own image. And he, he, I love the Good News Bible because it puts it very plainly when he says he created us to be like himself. And because he created us to be like himself, which means that we have the qualities of the Most High God. And if you know God and if you, you hear God and, and you are in his presence and you read the word of God, which tells us about God, then you know that God is all powerful. That means we also have power. God is all sufficient because he's sufficient that means that we are also sufficient. God is the ruler of heaven and earth. And because God is the ruler, he tells us in Genesis that he gave us the earth to rule, to subdue it and to multiply in it so that we will have control in it. God is loving because God is loving. We also have love and we are also loved. God is 
is is faithful and because god is faithful we are also faithful you know and it's so and it goes on and it says that god created and because god created it also means that we are creators as well I love Romans 4, um, 417. It says that as the scripture says, I have made you father of many nations. So the promise is good in sight of God and in whom Abraham believed. And this is the part, God who brings the dead to life and whose command brings into being what does not exist. The Bible tells us that God brings the dead to life and God at his command, brings into being what did not exist. And so it also takes us to um, Genesis 1, where the earth was formless and there was nothing in it. And so at every word, God spoke and created. And so we can also speak and create. And because we can also speak and create, because we are like God, because God made him like us, made us like him we are able to speak and create confidence in ourselves and in other people we are able to speak and create worthiness within us we are able to speak and create courage and 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 power within us we are able to create and call into being that which does not exist. And so if God can do it, that means you can do it. And so you can also call and create and bring into being positive thoughts. But you also need to say it out loud. You can't just think it. You need to say it out loud. Because in order for there to be animals on the earth, to be water on the earth, to be people on the earth, God spoke a word out loud. And because God spoke a word out loud, he called into being what didn't exist and suddenly it existed. And so with us, we are able to create these thoughts for me really it 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 wasn't a very easy thing and it's something that i still continuously do even now and that means it is a a constant um a constant work a constant work that we need to do each and every day because the devil is also constantly at work like before i i i i i started recording there were so many things guys that came in the way and in that moment i could feel i could hear a voice at the back of my mind saying that maybe you're not meant to speak this word but even and, but in that exact moment, I was able to speak into being um, a doubtless mind to say that God, it will. This word will come out. This God, this word, you will be able to speak through me to your people. Come whatever, whatever may come. So even now that I'm learning to love my body and you know what I realize guys guys it's not that I'm fat it's just that you know how social media and the world has created a, a certain expectation of how a woman's body should be and so to be quite honest I spent a lot of time on social media and I kept seeing the same kind of woman that social media wants us to be that I was very unaccepting of my my body and it's only now that I'm able, as I speak it into existence, into being, that I'm able to love my body and say, I have a beautiful body. This body, I will take care of it because God gave it to me, you know, and become and 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 have those good thoughts about my body 
because I had to sit down and evaluate and say, who told me that I don't have a good body, you know? And so it, it's the little things, but that, that I speak of, but also in the big things, I want to do big things guys, not just spiritually, not just, um, you know, not just when it comes to preaching and whatever, but I also have my personal goals and, I, I, and it, it's one of these personal goals, God gave them to me. Like he gave me a vision and it was very plain and it was very, you know, a very big thing so much so that even now I still struggle with it a little bit in terms of saying that, how do you expect me to achieve this big, big thing? Cause it's a very big thing and I needed to practice each and every day. I still do it. Practice seeing myself being and having had achieved this very dream that God has given to me. And so every day I need to tell myself, you are capable of doing this. God chose you because he knows you are capable. Who told you that you will not succeed? Who told you that you will not be able to bring this thing to life? Who told you that you are not worthy of sitting on the position that God has created you to sit on? And so that that's that's really that that's really how things have been going and that's really how we need to sit down and speak because we have been quiet for too long and we have been sitting with our thoughts because the thing is that this world encourages us to sit with our thoughts and to manage your thoughts and to sit with your thoughts and all of those things. But I've learned that I've tried all of those things, but then the enemy would still come back and kick me down. Like I am absolutely nothing. So I needed to try a different solution. And I tried God and God had said to me, don't just sit with your thoughts, but speak. Speak that which is contrary from your thoughts. And a lot of us need to get out of our heads and start living from our hearts. Because our hearts, they recognize God. Our spirits, they recognize God. And because they recognize God, we need to understand that sometimes it will take your heart to convince your mind that you are fearfully and wonderfully made excuse me and that you are who god tells you to are and that you are a great human being and that you are you are powerful and that you are confident and that you are secure and that you are firm and that you are on a good foundation you're on a good road and i remember hearing um pastor sarah jakes roberts saying that sometimes you will especially when it comes to unbelief and unforgiveness and she said that sometimes you will have your heart will have to remind your brain that your mind that you've already forgiven this this certain kind of person and the thing is that our, our our hearts remind us of how we felt when a certain thing happened but they also want to move on because they do not do well with feeling pain. But our minds, our brains will always replay that negative scenario over and over and over again. And your brain, your mind doesn't catch on to the word of God as quickly as your heart does. And so it's very important to continuously remind 
to to have your heart remind your mind and your brain that hey i'm no longer insecure but i'm confident i'm no longer hiding but i will stand out i'm no longer afraid but i'm fearless now and i'm courageous now you know so in each and everything we need to do the work and so to to close i want to read um from john 14 verse 12 where jesus is really just saying what god said in genesis 1 um verse 26 to 28 in john 14 verse 12 jesus says that i am telling you the truth those who believe in me will do what i do yes they will do even greater things and so he is telling us that when when we believe in him and his power when we believe that he is the son the living son it means that we will be able to do what he did in the bible what he still does in the world today and even further goes on to say that we will do even greater things that he has done through through the holy spirit because he left us the holy spirit with with holy spirit and because he left us with holy spirit he left us with an extension of himself that is much more active in the world and so we will be able to do things that are much greater because god created us like himself to be like him and so we have qualities of a father who sits on a throne on the throne not a throne on the throne and he sits there and he tells us that we will do greater things that he has done because greater is he that is in us than he who is in the world and so we need to sit down and ask us who told you that and sometimes it will take time guys things don't happen overnight but if it is god's will then it will happen overnight because he is that powerful but sometimes it took a parent a mother a father or a sibling or someone close to us to break down that which god has placed inside of us and so we need to be able to identify who told you that you can't do those things because the word of god tells us that we can and we will do even greater things and so we need to be able to understand and we need to be able to go back to the word of god and meditate on it day and night as the word tells us and recite as often as we are able to recite that you are fat you're this you're this you're you're not pretty you're ugly you're this you're this we will have to learn and to change our habits and to break our habits and to say that i am fearfully and wonderful made wonderfully made i can do all things through christ who strengthens me i will do greater things than christ did and we're not competing with christ but it is placed inside of us the level of greatness that god possesses because we are made in his image we are made like him we, we are made to be like him and so i urge everyone from here on now focus and focus on the things that 
God tells you. Focus on the word of God. Focus on the good things. Change. Bring a change. We are in the last three or two and a half months of the year. End the year with a bang. Change your thoughts. Change your thoughts. Because you, you, we, we, we read in Proverbs, in Proverbs 4, that we read, let me just get the scripture quickly. We read in Proverbs 4 that be careful how you think. Your life is shaped by your thoughts. And so think of Transform your mind, renew your mind, and think of those things that God has called you before anyone on this earth thought they had a right to put a label on you. And so I encourage and urge for you to be able to pray to the Holy Spirit to help you distinguish between the lies of the devil and the truth of Jesus and the truth, who is Jesus, the truth of God about who you really are. With that being said, I'd just like to say a small prayer to close off. That Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for the word that you spoke. Father, I thank you for each and every ear that is listening to this message right now. I pray to thank you that this message has went to the heart of those whom you intended to touch through this word. Father, I pray that you may help us focus on that which you have called us that which you have created us to be. Help us to change our thoughts and to tune off the lies of the enemy and to tune in to whom you have called us to be and made us and created us to be when you created us. Before anyone, even before the devil had an opinion about who we are, I pray that you may help us to focus and to read your word and believe that which you say about us and help us return to our natural state. For Father, I thank you that it is already done. For you say in your word that we call, that, that, that you are the God who calls into existence that which had not been yet and so because you can do that i know that we can do that help us to open our minds those who have been quietened i hope you i pray that you help them find their voice again help them find the voice that you gave to them the voice which speaks only good things and i pray that we recognize and realize that the that which comes from our mouths starts in our hearts and so transform our hearts father for your word says that out what the mouth speaks comes from the abundance of what is filled in the heart and so transform our hearts renew our hearts and change our hearts so that we are able to speak that which edifies and builds 
and changes us into the people that you have created us to be. Restore the confidence of people in you and in themselves. Restore that which the enemy has taken from each and every person. I pray that from here on now onwards, that there will be a change, that we will have positive people. We will have people who speak your word over their lives. We will have people who see them the way that you see them. I pray this in the name of the living Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And all the people say, Amen. (laughs) I hope that this word does what it needs to do in your life. And I hope that you are able to be transformed. And I hope that you share this message with as many people as they as you can. So that we change the language that we speak. And tune into the language of heaven. So that we can go out there and take control over the earth that God has given to us. With that being said, I am out. And I hope that you enjoyed this message. Much love from me to you guys. I love you guys so much with the love of Christ. And I hope and pray that things change for you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Peace.